Hello, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 27th of November. The Election Commission of India today reversed its decision to allow the Telangana government to continue the Raitu Bandhu scheme during the Model Code of Conduct. Under the provisions of the scheme, the state was providing financial assistance to farmers for growing rabi crops. Given that Telangana is going to polls on 30th November, the ECA had told the state not to publicize their scheme till the model code of conduct was in place. However, the election commission has said that the finance minister of Telangana, T. Harish Rao, who is also contesting the assembly polls, made statements publicizing the scheme, which is a violation of the poll code. Rao reportedly said, and I quote, the disbursement will be made on Monday. Even before the farmers complete their breakfast and tea, the amount will be credited into their account, unquote. Rao's party, BRS, which is currently ruling Telangana, has written to the election commission asking them to reconsider their decision. The party has also called the allegations that Rao violated the code of conduct as wrongly placed. Listeners, as part of her election coverage, my colleague Priyali Dhingra has done a wonderful photo essay documenting suppliers who provide campaign material to various political parties. The photo essay is titled, Who are the travelling entrepreneurs behind India's colourful election campaigns? Do check it out on the News Laundry website. We are able to bring you our reports and interviews only because you've got our back. Head on to newslaundry.com, pick a contribution amount of your choice and power our journalism. At least 14 vehicles were set on fire in Chhattisgarh's Dantewada district early Monday morning. The police have said this was the work of suspected Naxalites. So far, no one is reported to have been injured in the incident. The police official said, and I quote, Prima facie, it seems to be the handiwork of Naxalites and search operation is underway in the area to trace the culprits, unquote. The list of vehicles burnt include four pickups, a JCB, a crane, two water tankers, amongst other vehicles. According to PTI, the incident which occurred at the Bengali camp of the Bhansi police station involved some 40 to 50 people who were dressed as civilians. Dantewada district is no stranger to Maoist activity. In April this year, an IED blast had resulted in the death of 11 people. Former IAS officer VK Pandian, who is a close aide of Odisha Chief Minister Naveen Patnayak, joined his political party, the Biju Janta Dal, today. Today happens to be Kartik Purnima, which is considered to be an auspicious occasion in Odisha. Pandian has previously served as the private secretary of the chief minister. He voluntarily retired from the Indian Civil Services on October 23, 2023. Following this, he was appointed the chairman of 5T Transformational Initiatives and Nabin Odisha. According to Live Mint, Pandian also played a key role in mega-projects such as Sri Jagannath Heritage Corridor, now with his official induction, Pandian is likely to play an important role for the party in next year's assembly and general elections. The former Prime Minister of Pakistan, Imran Khan, who is currently in jail, has been sent to a 14-day judicial remand by a Pakistani accountability court today. Judge Mohammad Bashir of the Islamabad Accountability Court rejected the request of the National Accountability Bureau, the country's anti-graft body, for Khan's physical remand while conducting a hearing on the Al-Qadir trust corruption case. Khan, who is the leader of Pakistan Tehreek-e Insaf, has been incarcerated in the high-security jail in Rawalpindi in various cases since September 26th. The Al-Qadir trust corruption case is one of the many cases that the former Prime Minister of Pakistan has been embroiled in since he was ousted by a no-confidence motion in 2022. 
China, which reported a surge in pneumonia cases in children last week, said other respiratory illnesses too are likely to have an impact on the adult population during the country's first winter post-COVID restrictions. Last week, the WHO had recommended that people in China should follow measures to reduce the risk of respiratory illnesses, such as taking vaccines, keeping distance from people who are ill, staying home during illness, getting tested and wearing masks. A WHO official said that the current spike in respiratory illnesses is not as high as before the COVID-19 pandemic. Maria Van Kerkhove, acting director of the WHO's Department of Epidemic and Pandemic Preparedness and Prevention, said, and I quote, This is not an indication of a novel pathogen. This is expected. This is what most countries dealt with a year or two ago, unquote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.